0: Episode 37 of the Hot Grits Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to all you filthy animals. Very thankful for the HGP fam and the listeners. we got a bunch to get to today. Uh, I'm Travis Janon. With me, as always, is the man, Spencer Maddox.
1: That's right, Trav. This is episode 37. We're rolling right along here. Brought to you by the Coach's Corner Network. Uh Coach's Corner on Victory Drive. Please check out our other shows on that network. That's uh, Carl DeMasi Sports Report and Rubbin' and Grubbin'.
0: All right, Spencer, we have a billion things to get to, so let's not beat around the proverbial bush, but I want to start with some non-sports stuff. Let's start with Thanksgiving and just do what we've kind of always done with non-sports things, Yeah. and that is identify and critique the various guys, and I use air quotes for guys because we're recording this on Wednesday, November, what's today, November 25th. Uh, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and I'm preparing myself tomorrow for my family and sort of everything that comes with Thanksgiving and getting together with your family. And there yeah. are undoubtedly like each one of these guys, my family has them, and I'm pretty sure most families have.
1: I'm almost always hungover guy.
0: One of these guys. Like right but, off the rip. Yeah, but that's not really just Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, it, it Dude, shut up. The, it, the night before I'm Thanksgiving good. in Savannah has always been a rage night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even going back to Sandfly Bar and Grill days. Yeah, did you ever attend Sandfly Bar and Grill the night before? Man,
1: Southside Savannah used to be lit on Thanksgiving. Yes,
0: and we were definitely of age at all times. Yeah, when we were doing that (laughs) for Uh, sure. (laughs) uh, All right, my first guy that will be present at every Thanksgiving uh, this year and every year. Um, Actually, I don't want to start with one of the good ones because I don't want to. I don't want to take. Okay, no. I'm going to start with uh, the what are you thankful for guy. So pretty generic, pretty standard, but there's always a dude that has to ask out loud everyone in the room, you know, at once. Yeah. yeah. So what if we all go around and say what we're thankful for? What are you guys thankful for?
1: And a collective year? groan is just, uh...
0: And if you're in a circle and, and it starts going one way, yeah. you don't want to be last. no, Because by the time it gets to you, all the good ones will be taken. Everyone will be grateful for family and friends, yeah, and God and, and you know, and community and all that stuff. And then you're gonna, it's gonna get to you. You're gonna be like, I'm grateful for, uh, you know, like curly fries.
1: You know um, what I'm uh, grateful uh, for, guy? That my family is smart enough to have conversations without this like filtered bullshit that you're giving us, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you know, like a, a host or something. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's he. This guy always feels the need. Yeah. to generate the Thanksgiving conversation. I would always say sports, but that's my thankful for. What's another guy? That guy? that we're, guy's we're,
1: always doing too much, dude. You
0: got any guys or you just want me to list off some? Cause I got a bunch.
1: Uh, go ahead. Rip me, rip me off some and I'll comment on your guys.
0: Um, the, the guy that after the first meal, cause as we know on Thanksgiving, there could potentially be 17 yeah. meals, that, you know, either you by yourself at the island in the kitchen, checking in 30 minutes after dinner or Yeah. Like, you know, you're just eating all day. But there's always the guy after main meal who leans back in his chair ever so slightly, puts both hands on his stomach. And says, if I eat another bite, I'll pop. <laughs> There's that guy at every Thanksgiving. And I just want to just tell That's him... That's the best you got, guy. I just get, take a lap, dude. And also <laughs> like, we're trying to have like solid takes here and you're going to just spew yeah, that yeah, nonsense. Like, keep that to yourself. We don't give a shit about your like, if you pop or not, like, or you're eating like thresholds. I don't care about that. Um, this might not be. At everyone's Thanksgiving, maybe it's just mine, but uh, around my family, like I almost always get so Travis, where's your girlfriend?
1: Yeah, that's or, rough, dude. I get or those so every Travis, time. Like when are you gonna bring? When, he, when are you gonna get married? Basically, yeah. the older people in my family have hit us. It on one side of my family, there's uh there's always a guy that we don't really know. He's like married to somebody who lives out of town or something that's a good
0: one there's that, always that guy in everything.
1: that guy gets hammered every time it might whom, whomever it may be because he's always just like getting introduced to the family he doesn't realize it's inappropriate to be like really drunk around my family he's like one of the in-laws
0: uh like second one of the in-laws mom's second second husband, second yeah, husband. yeah 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 and his name he's is too old al- to give almost, a fuck his name's almost always one syllable
1: yeah dan
0: Dan, dan, bob. Yeah, dan is always there bob. big bob family or like his name, his real name is like Michael Anthony Johansson Thomas <laughs> the Third, and, and like everyone calls me Big Mike. Like uh, there's always those. Wasn't guys.
1: Michael Anthony a part of the Doobie Brothers?
0: Mike Anthony, Mikey Memory, former Stateboro me- Herald, great. Um, all right, one more. And another thing with that though is that I'm my younger brother's married. Uh, as listeners of the podcast, yeah. Uh, my older brother's engaged. My older sister has been married for a long time. Um and, and your clock's ticking, buddy. And I'm swiping. That's all. Yeah, that's you're all swiping. I, dude. That's all I do. And like, that's all <laughs> I, I do.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Are you gonna be swiping on Thanksgiving? No, I don't know. A lot of a lot of turkeys gonna be flocking home, dude. To be know honest, what I mean? I've
0: had my hands full with this podcast doing most really? of the work. Oh my so. god, dude. <laughs> um, all right, one more guy. Uh, there's always the NFL football games on Thanksgiving, right? Each Thanksgiving gathering has a guy that is not a sports fan. He has never claimed to be a sports fan. Oh yeah, to be known that he's not a sports fan, but on this very special day of the year, he's got money on it. Or he pretends to know when the Lions come on at twelve noon every year. He pretends to know about the the right guard, or he starts shouting every play at the TV. in order to fit in, and little does he know, like no one gives a shit about the Lions at this Thanksgiving. They're just all everyone's rooting for their DraftKings lineups. Yeah, but that's way too much for non-sports guy. To understand.
1: No, no, no. That guy exists every day of the year. That's, that's brutal. Me and you, as sports guys, like run into those guys all the time where they like try and make comp, especially at bars. Well, they we talked make-
0: about that when we were, when we were the, um, election headquarters for yeah. all of the listeners. Yeah. Obviously, we broke down politics like true champs. Uh, but we like potentially that's who we are in the politics guy world is that we just chime in for, and, and same for heavyweight boxing. Like we're here for two to three days a year. And we'll yeah be, and we'll be there yeah um, yeah like professional well, we know how to do that dude we That's can true. we can hop in and out of that That's well true. dude
1: i i think this is this might be blasphemy here but i think thanksgiving is kind of an overrated holiday in general the food's good but i
0: mean it's mount rushmore
1: it's dude it's forced it's a lot of people's favorite holiday like in this post christmas era it's not mine well i mean okay give me, mount rushmore give me christmas
0: Okay, Christmas obviously, yeah. obviously, but here's the thing: don't you, don't try to be the dude that combines New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You cannot have it; like it's not both. It's New Year's. Yeah. Right. I've heard that before, though. New Year's Eve is one, and New Year's Day because of college football and sports, and it's New Year's. wait. Year.
1: So you're saying New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are separate? I'm not. Okay.
0: I'm just saying, like I've heard that before. Like people like in their Mount Rushmores of holidays, or like ranking. They as say a New Year's
1: Eve and New Year's Day. That's bush league. Can't have both of them. No.
0: You know what I mean? Like, no, Valentine's no, Day is just sitting out there. Yeah,
1: New Year's is the shit, though, dude. Everybody's happy. Flat, Everybody's drunk. Flag
0: Day is out there just like throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell's going on here?
1: Like, six people get arrested at my job.
0: Uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, July 4th, and New Year's Eve. I've never been Halloween guy.
1: Oh, uh, so no Memorial Day or Veterans Day. You don't support the troops?
0: No, of course. Everyone knows I support the troops. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, maybe it's not my favorite. You know let's I mean?
1: let's get on to this before you get canceled. Get on to what? Uh, sports stuff.
0: Okay, but first, can I tell you a little bit about Crystal Clear Carpet Cleaning Company? Absolutely, you can. My guy, Will Smith, and Crystal Clear Carpet Cleaning will take care of your household and the floors in it this holiday season. Check them out. Give them a call today at 912-898-0050 or check them out at crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. If you're going to have people over at your house, um, there's three things you need to do. Stay six feet apart, wear masks, and get crystal clear to clean your carpets before you have them over. Those are the three things you need to do. And you don't need us to tell you that you guys are obviously. You're geniuses. smart. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you're obviously a genius. Yeah. And a really good looking person and a really smart person. And you should, uh, donate money to our podcast and to crystal clear. Not as good looking, cleaning.
1: not as good looking as us. Or as smart as us, but you're up there.
0: No, but it's something to aspire to. Yeah. Check them out. 912-898-0050. Um, all right. Let's start sports stuff. Uh, we are thankful for sports. Um, so when that guy asks at your, time, you're thankful for sports. Boo. The Braves signed Charlie Morton to a one year deal. And I'm now a buyer of the Braves rotation. It took Chuck Morton. Yeah. That's all it took. I'm also backtracking a little bit on Drew Smiley. I know I clowned him last week, but I'm, That's, a, I'm it, actually it, it, super, duper high on Drew Smiley. Okay. You, you don't get to do that. Why? You just clowned this guy for a full week. And Go I'm saying air. I was wrong. Okay. But last week I said it. Apologize to Drew what Smiley. You w- what you would have done is not mention anything about Drew Smiley and then told us after he sucked <laughs> that you hated him, just like your future <laughs> That's what you would have done. No.
1: Dude, Drew, Smiley, Drew day, Smiley looks great as a fifth rotation guy.
0: Okay, so opening day rotation for the Braves... Free two lefties. You're gonna separate Freed and, and Anderson. No, or no, no Anderson's a Anderson, righty. Excuse me. Freed and Smiley are your lefties. So you'll have Freed one, Morton two, Anderson three, Smiley four, right five. And then Soroka comes in and slides in.
1: Wait, so you're gonna put Anderson at three? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what. Okay, that's what I didn't understand. I thought you were saying one and two, Freed and Anderson. You
0: don't want Freed and Smiley to go back to back. All season long, cause that's lefty lefty. Yeah. So now a team will see like a three game series. They'll see a lefty for huh. nine innings. And then the next night, they'll also see a lefty. So you tend, you want to try to at least, you know, not have them back to back.
1: Does, does the Braves having a rotation like this, this kind of feeds into my next question. Does the Braves having a rotation like this mean that we're not going to see any bullpen games out of them this year? Or maybe not as well, much? Well,
0: I don't think they're going to be as dependent on the bullpen this year. And a lot of those guys that we saw in that bullpen probably won't be coming back. Yeah. This year. I mean, I don't know about, you know, the makeup of the entire bullpen. Hopefully they'll keep the Shane, same core Shane together. Green, well, you know, was up in the air. Mark Melanson, uh, Will Smith is signed.
1: I Mark believe. Melanson signed, I believe.
0: Um, uh, maybe they might have to match, or you might have arbitration.
1: Oh, okay,
0: I'm not sure. Um, but there's several guys in that. But Chris Martin is another guy that's uh, gonna be a free agent. So, they, I mean, they got some stuff to do. But I, I think adding Chuck Morton gives you a legitimate one. It's another one year deal. The Alex Anthropolis special are the one year deals. But all this, those po- things are so smart. Man. But now that's 11 million for Smiley, 16 for Chuck. That's $27 million now, and we got Marcelo Zuna, who I just keep thinking about. Yeah. Like, it's potentially coming down the tracks either. He's not going to sign, or he is, but, like, they're still spending money.
1: Yeah. Is having is having two starters worth a bat like a Zuna? I don't know.
0: I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows what kind of season it will look like? Uh, we'll move on from the Braves and get to this crazy-ass... Uh, Randy Arosarena story. Randy O Rosarina is the star Holy shit. Yeah, it's the star young Rays outfielder, twenty five years old, and burst onto the scene this postseason for Kevin Cash and the AL champion Tampa Bay Rays. Uh a Rosarina went south to the border this past week and hasn't returned. Uh and that's because as of Tuesday afternoon he was in a Tampica, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, uh jail in Mexico. First reported by the newspaper down there and then confirmed by the Tampa Bay Times. Um, I think it was Mark Tompkin that had this story. But if you haven't seen this story, look it up. Basically, he's detained this week in Mexico after allegedly, allegedly, trying to kidnap his own daughter from his... Her mother. Her mother. Yeah. Who, I I don't think it's his ex-wife, just her mother. Yeah. And the mother's current husband or boyfriend, I can't remember. He beat up... He beat up the husband... No, no,
1: no, not the husband, the mother's father. Father? So yeah, so the kid's grandfather.
0: Oh, I thought it was her husband or boyfriend. No. In other words, but he basically assaulted a dude, yeah. beat up a guy badly. Yeah. And then kidnapped his child or tried to. I don't know if it was very
1: successful. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to make too much light of it cuz it sounds super super sad. Like first yeah, off, it Yeah, I'm like, not making
0: light of it, but it's yeah. just like
1: but at the same time it is a wild story.
0: The you know what's wild is that Robinson Cano tested positive for steroids for a second time last week. <laughs> Mets. Gets, a, gets a full season. Yeah, the Mets are stinky and nasty. Um He will get a full year suspension, guaranteed. It's already done. That's like mandatory minimum. Randy Rosarina is going to get less than Robinson Cano got. And you think? One person hurt. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of precedent for this in Major League Baseball. One person hurt this. Aroldis
1: Chapman comes Aroldis to
0: mind. Aroldis Chapman. That story is all-time. He got 18 games. Um, that, you know, that was the same year that, uh, I think A-Rod was sitting out half the season after having sat out a full season. Like yeah. all these dudes serving suspensions for steroids and things that hurt themselves. I get it hurts the game in general, but guys like Randy and Rosarina are out here like kidnapping people over all this chapman shooting bullets through garages. Like it's,
1: it's so tough when you hear stories like this though, because you don't know what that kid was going, you don't, you know what I mean? Like we that, don't know mom,
0: 99.9% that mom.
1: That mom might have been a yeah. terrible mother. You know what I mean? And that's why he's trying to take the kid. Who knows? So it's tough to like suspend a guy for a full season. Beating up a dude, not a great look
0: though. Well, it's just crazy that he's 25. He burst onto the scene. I mean, people were talking about him as a top. He was supposed 10. to have a movie made about him. A movie like probably still will be made now. If anything, it might get fast tracked. Cause the movie yeah. just got way more interesting. Um, but here's the other thing. <laughs> When you read the quotes from his agent, a Rosarina's agent, you can just hear the dollar bills falling in the trash can <laughs> out of this guy's mouth. He's just so bummed because Randy Rosarina was heading toward a monster deal. Yep. I'll never understand how the Cardinals let him walk, essentially walk.
1: Braves might give him a one year deal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're more focused on Cole Ham, bringing back Cole Hamels, I heard. Um, so that, that's a nut story in that baseball. That tracks. That's a nut story in baseball. Um, we will move on from baseball. I'll give you the choice, Spencer, and you can tell me which one you want to go to first. We can go to college football or we can go to the Mike Tyson fight. Mike Tyson fight. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. scheduled to fight this Saturday, November 28th in Staples Center in LA. You can watch it on pay per view for 50 bucks. No free ads. So you can find out, you know, how to watch it, but Tyson looks legit. He's guaranteed gone through a few steroid cycles already, like, he prep, looks huge, ready dude. for eight rounds. Uh, he's a minus 220 betting favorite right now.
1: Which it should be way higher than that.
0: Well, I mean, who knows? It's eight scheduled for eight rounds uh, with Roy Jones Jr. Again, RJJ is no slouch in his own right.
1: He's much, much smaller, though.
0: Um, But the undercard is pretty interesting, too. I don't know a lot about Jake Paul, but I know... He's the YouTube guy. That's what everyone says. And yeah. like, I know when I saw his face, I was like, oh, I know that guy. But he's fighting Nate Robinson. Is that... The basketball Nasty Nate Robinson? Yeah, yeah,
1: the basketball player. Doesn't make any
0: sense. Okay. I, I love Nate Robinson and I love him in this fight. Yeah. Having never seen him box before. Yeah, he's going to
1: beat the shit out of this guy. Do you know what I Dude. saw
0: Nate Robinson do one time? What? I saw Nate Robinson put on his basketball shoe mm-hmm. and then step into Shaquille O'Neal's shoe while he, while they were both with the Whoa. Celtics and tie his shoe up. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. How nuts is that?
1: I bet it just looked like he had Yeezys on, dude. You know how big and bulky those shoes are.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you're
1: not a sneakerhead, dude. No. You don't know. No, I
0: bought two pairs. You
1: do
0: like,
1: five years. Um, no, dude. are you going
0: to Ty- order this fight?
1: No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to order the fight. I'm going to be busy that night. I was just about to ask that of you. Are you going to be watching it?
0: No, but I would entertain, like throwing in. Yeah, or, but I'm not paying fifty bucks. I tell you this much by myself. The
1: second I get home, I'm going to watch it on YouTube. This is, I mean, it's going to be like, it's so going to be the huge.
0: undercard starts around 10 Eastern. So, I imagine Tyson Jones, 1130 Eastern to 1230 Eastern start time, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, so, that. There's
1: not really a lot of precedence for this either. I mean, George Foreman did something similar. Didn't he come back and fight in his uh, 50s? I don't know.
0: It feels a lot it's, like the Tiger Woods, like, match yeah. with Tom Britt. It feels more like that to me. But
1: they're way older than that, dude. I, I mean, these guys could easily get hurt like hurt hurt
0: okay but Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson and let's not spend too long on it but yeah Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. don't like their legacies are not going to be no. This. no 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 Paul and Nate Robinson like you're doing something that you're not like is Paul a former he's not a former like boxer is no he? but I think
1: he's done one of these like okay. before okay but like he fought like another youtube guy in the guy. same way
0: that Manning and Brady were on the stage with Nicholson and Woods. Yeah. Like you're warming, you're the warm up act. You're the last thing on the stage yeah. before Tyson, Roy Jones
1: Jr. It's wild. And it's well, did, low
0: and it's Paul versus Robinson. Well, like, they've
1: they've like popularized this. What they've done is they've realized that they can make almost as much money as some of like the bigger boxers just by box even though they're not boxers because they have a name, which that's really all boxing is. It's like do you want to see this guy beat up this guy? So you can do that with two famous people and make a dick ton of money doing yeah. it. It's ridiculous. It's but, also highly entertaining and I I will watch that as well. Like I, I
0: want to see how fast Nate Robinson is with the hands, bro. Oh, dude, I'm really excited about that. Like I'm way more excited for that than Tyson Roy Jones. Um, you know what I'm not excited about and I think most people are with me on this is the return of college basketball today. Have you ever felt anything more un, like, like not celebratory at all. Yeah, I don't know the it's right also word here.
1: extremely forced. I mean, well, does I mean,
0: this is the time of year every year. Like, they're starting. Well,
1: to dozens leave. of coaches are like, do whatever you can to save the season, push it back until after you know Rick Pitino is. Uh, you know, Rick Pitino is somehow forming off of that.
0: as sort of a voice of reason.
1: Yeah, incredible. So I don't. The, the stripper guy. What do you do? with The that? guy that bought strippers for young kids,
0: allegedly. allegedly. No, no, it was proven. Yeah, it's pretty much proven. Yeah, no, it was proven without a doubt.
1: That guy is the most
0: Videos, messages, transcripts. Yeah, it was proven. Um,
1: no, I'm not excited for college basketball. I don't. I don't like. If any of these sports weren't going to pan out like they should, it's going to be college basketball, right?
0: I like college basketball is going to be impacted the way that college football is like think about every cancellation in college football thus far and it's been i th- like i would say that college football has been what i thought baseball basketball nfl was going to be right i thought that's what it was going to be but baseball and basketball shit they made it look sort of easy yeah a- after a while i mean and again they're pros but College football has been what I thought it was going to be. Now imagine teams going from like college football teams going from twelve games to eight, or ten. Not really a huge difference. But now imagine a team with thirty two games on the schedule. Every team is going to have like every single night of the year. There's going to be cancellations. Yeah, it's sort of going to just be what it is. I think they need to expand the tournament this year, the tournament field, and do a one year one off, and do what baseball did. Now's your chance. You can try out a few things. Do a few things.
1: Well, that's why. That's why people were suggesting you, you don't push have to it. Make a rule. That's why people were suggesting you push it back at least a little bit. Give this thing a little bit more time to blow over. There's a vaccine coming down the road. If you put out a playoff game and a star player goes out from for a, a one, you know, a one seed, a star player goes out and then, God forbid, a sixteen seed beat them because of that. You've got an asterisk by your whole
0: tournament. Well, I, I it's think a joke. you can start now. You can start now and still prepare for the NCAA March Madness tournament. Yeah, when it's always scheduled, and then if you need to move it from St. Patty's Day weekend, which is usually the first round of NCAA, and then first weekend in April is a nat- natty. You can always start it last weekend in March or first weekend in April. Can you? Is that how that works? You can, but here's last year was the begin March thirteenth. It was the beginning of all this stuff, so. They were canceled and really college basketball is the only sport
1: that didn't, that didn't get to do finish, this. Yeah.
0: That didn't get to do its thing. That sucks. When you think about it, NBA did it, MLB did it, and NFL was already done. So right after the Super Bowl, that's when we started saying, eh, now that football's done, <laughs> maybe, maybe but we take this thing yeah, maybe seriously. Maybe we back off. Let's, let's bring pitchers and catchers back from Florida and not do that thing. Um, We'll move on from that, and I want to get to college football. And on the back half, we'll talk a lot of Hawks and a lot of NBA. Oh, we're talking
1: Hawks, baby! I'm sitting over here like about. cannot wait until we can talk about Hawks basketball. We
0: got to save it for the second half. Because yeah. that's a lot of fun. But before we move on to college football, then we'll take a break, and then we'll go to Hawks. Um, I want to shout out John Carr Real Estate. Our guy John Carr buying and selling real estate like it's his job because it's his job. call john carr today and if you have questions about buying or selling a house if you already have a house that you're trying to sell and your real estate agent right now sucks ditch him and hire john carr if you're trying to buy a house and your real estate agent sucks ditch her and hire (laughs) john carr essentially that's what you need to do and like we said you guys are smart people you know what to do you probably already have reached out to john carr you probably already have liked his Facebook page, and followed him on Instagram and Twitter. But if you haven't, you can, and you can check him out in person, in real life, 6349 Abercorn Street, or once again, you can call him, 912-228-0916. All right, Spencer, let's talk college football. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to, so let's try to keep it to maybe like 30-second takes. Yeah. Want to do that? Um, we can start with college football playoff rankings coming out. We can start with Dabo Sweeney is a crybaby. We can start with Georgia has the chosen one at quarterback now, and he, he threw for a million yards. Um Or we can start with BYU and Cincinnati getting shafted.
1: Uh, we should talk BYU and Cincinnati getting shafted. Go
0: ahead. So in this week's first college football playoff rankings, you had the top four of pretty much consensus top four, I would think. Um, and forgive me if this isn't exactly right, but these are the top four teams in some order. I think it's Alabama, Notre Dame, uh, Ohio, or Clemson, Ohio State. Or Ohio State, Clemson.
1: Florida following shortly after.
0: Florida at six, I believe. A&M at five. Those two things can be different. A&M is not getting in, no matter what. Yeah. Florida could still get in if they beat Bama in Atlanta. Somehow A&M beat Florida in they're not going to go, but I think that's the only reason why a and would be 5, Florida 6. Cincinnati is 7. They are the highest group of 5 team ever. Highest ranked group of 5 team ever in the college football playoff rankings. Whoa. College football playoff rankings now. Oh, okay. So okay. I think, what is that, 2012? 14. 14. Yeah. 2014. 6, 7 years, something like that. Highest ranked team ever. They're undefeated. The Bearcats are. And look, they need... They, they, if they had it their way, Notre Dame's gonna beat Clemson in an ACC title game. Um, I think you'll have, I mean, Ohio State doesn't have a prayer of losing unless the fighting Reese Davises out of Northwestern, uh, come correct. The they fighting are. Reese yeah, that was a great story this past week. If you haven't heard that, um, Northwestern's number eight. Georgia ranked number nine, highest ranked two loss team. Somehow they're ranked number nine and, that puts Georgia right on track for a New Year's Six Bowl somehow. I don't know if anyone in the world thought that was going to be a possibility. If Georgia wins out, they'll go to a New Year's Six Bowl somehow. I'm not sure why or what justification. Like, they haven't passed the eye test. Yeah. They haven't beat anyone good, and they've gotten boat raced twice. <laughs> so, you know, do it that way you will. Boat race? I've never heard that. Oh, you have it? No, that's good. You can have it. You can do it.
1: I, yeah. Uh, I won't dibs it, but I might. You know, I might throw you some credit.
0: The uh, high scoring Mormons out west, BYU, ranked 15th, undefeated, and they're kicking the shit out of everybody. Uh, and they're going over on every betting line, by the way, because Mormons score high. They always have, and they don't really play defense.
1: Yeah, so. you actually made me some money for the first time ever on that bet. That was that was
0: pretty good. Uh, did you take Georgia Southern? No. Yeah, you should have. This past weekend, they hit once for you. Yeah, but they got jobbed. Georgia Southern did. Um before we move into Georgia Southern and then we'll hit mm-hmm. Dabo Sweeney. Um any Georgia takes from I, the Mississippi State game, anything for you. I mean, they, no, I, mean that, I mean that was still, terrifying. They won by seven. That was terrifying. Not I mean they didn't like house Mississippi State but and they were twenty five point favorites.
1: The over the top ball was one of the prettiest passes I've seen from a Georgia quarterback in a long, long time. Didn't and,
0: you, I, I liked did you watch most of that game? Yeah. I liked that he threw them. Yeah, it was, I mean, he was. That he threw them. I mean, we, you saw guys like Demetrius Robertson from Savannah Christian, his best game ever as a Georgia Bulldog. It unlocked the offense for sure. George Pickens, who, like, George Pickens is a hell of a talent, mm-hmm. uh, for Georgia Al White, but he comes and goes for me too often. Like, that's the kind of guy that can take over a game if Joe Schmo is at quarterback. Yeah. Or else he should, he should be able to. But too often. Big Stefan
1: Diggs vibes, dude.
0: Well, he, he just like, he could get so many yards after catch football guys call it yak yeah uh but it's just like he disappears for too too long and too often a lot like your boy uh in Atlanta for the Hawks reddish red at duke i was just like this guy could just man, take that's, over man that's every the take game. of
1: somebody who watched like four hawks games dude
0: no 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 i'm saying at duke red at duke, we oh, like, yeah, dude, yeah, reddish yeah. could like yeah yeah take over at any moment he wants and he just like didn't i don't I mean, he was surrounded by.
1: Yeah, it was too too much talent. But there are
0: guys out there in every sport. I see what you're saying though. Like, this guy is so good. Where, where has this been? Um, all the talk about JT Daniels. Why wasn't he starting before? Um, it's classic Georgia fans. No one hates Georgia more than Georgia Bulldog fans. Like, no one hates Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs more than the Georgia Bulldog fans. No one dogs the dogs harder than dogs fans. And it's always been that way. After JT Daniels throws for four hundred one and four, Uh or four hundred one and three, maybe, uh, no interceptions. You know, what Stetson Bennett couldn't do. Georgia fans still complaining because where was he at? If we had him in for- at Florida, well, it kind of makes sense. At some point,
1: you got to get the quarterback situation right. We've, I mean, it's we're so in zero for two at this point, right? Oh,
0: but they got it right, and then after the game, people are complaining that they didn't get it right sooner. Why didn't they? I don't know the answer, but here's the thing. Kirby Smart's not trying to lose.
1: I know that. Yeah, I mean, no, of course he's not, but it is his job to get it right. And it, if it was for competitive reasons, which I'm not completely sold that it was, what the fuck? You couldn't see that in practice?
0: Yeah. I mean, I get that. Like, I wonder the same thing, but I just don't know that it's something that, like, I'm going to harp on for too long. JT Daniels didn't do himself any favors in the post game presser. He was lights out, dude. He was blazing. I mean, he said whatever he wanted to say. They weren't bad takes or like bad responses. I missed that. He was incredibly honest. So honest that I can guarantee you, JT Daniels will not speak again this season. (laughs) I guarantee it. I guarantee that. Like, Mark my words, JT Daniels will not be in front of the press again because he said things like, "Um, I couldn't play the Arkansas game, wasn't cleared for that. Other than that, I could have played any other game. He said things like, if you're not going to throw the kind of receivers that Georgia has here, why have they been recruiting them? If you're not going to become a pass-happy offense and you utilize the deep ball and do all that stuff. So things are like... A lot of people are thinking. Make a lot of sense, Yeah. right? But it's not going to really please Kirby Smart. Um, it, it's just exciting to have that kind of guy. And I think Georgia has found its quarterback for at least the foreseeable future. Um, Knocking on wood, proverbially here. Um
1: Watch him play lights out for the rest of the year and then get drafted.
0: Georgia Southern lost by a point to Army. They tried to spike the ball, uh, and would have had a game-winning field goal attempt. Uh, they had no timeouts with 13 seconds left. And within a, it was like a, it was gonna be like a 40-yard field goal-ish, something like that. Um, at least to give themselves a shot to win the game in regulation. They ran a QB draw with 13 seconds left and no timeouts, gained a yard, and then tried to spike the ball with two seconds left. And the ball clearly hits the ground with still one second left on the clock. They reviewed it, said there was no time left, but there is a rule in college football. You cannot spike the ball with under three seconds left. So in the NFL, a field goal, when you kick a field goal, it has to take a minimum of four seconds. So even if you kicked a bullet into the back of the net, like at least four seconds expire off the clock on every field goal attempt in the NFL. Did you know that? No. So it's a minimum, because it, otherwise... It, like. Sometimes the ball. Oh, will I off. see
1: what you mean, but you can spike the ball with less than three seconds in the NFL.
0: In the in the league, you can't. Yeah. But since 2013, you can't in college football and Georgia Southern. You know, I, I people were complaining about it after the game, but like I, I thought it was a fine play call with 13 seconds left. You expect on a quarterback draw, the wide receivers are not running down the field. You should be able to get up and you get should, set. And they pretty much did in time, but it's just there's a rule and another heartbreaking loss for georgia southern and then to top that off later this week uh we find out that four georgia southern players are arrested on a litany of charges um innocent until proven guilty but two of these guys were bc graduates so it's relevant to us here and one of them is i've been on record as saying i think one of the 25 30 40 best players in the country at any level wesley kennedy the third he was one of the guys arrested so was chris harris so was sixth-year cornerback transfer F from Kitchen, and so was Swainsboro native starting nose tackle C.J. Wright. All were booked. Wesley Kennedy uh, was in jail last I checked on Tuesday. C.J. Wright out. All those guys were out. I'm assuming Wes Kennedy is also. Was there
1: any word on the charges? Now. Was it?
0: Yeah, you can go see the charges for yourself. They're kind of weird. Like reading them, uh, there were felonies. And there was a misdemeanor with a weapon. So, oh, there was a controlled substance felony, uh, possession, um, and then there was, uh, a misdemeanor, um, intent to commit a crime or something like that, I think. Um, but, you know, just. We'll so, never understand how this still worst happens. Worst news on top of worst Terrible. news. There were a couple of marijuana charges in there too, which, like. Completely understandable marijuana, anything. I mean, I'm just never gonna, like, look at. If a dude gets booked on marijuana charges, like, that to me is nowhere near. What it, like, a drinking and driving is to me, like, a thousand times worse than, like, a marijuana. Well, of course drink. it is. But the, You're but under not, the age of 30. It's just not the charge, though. It's, like, if someone tells you don't write in blue ink, and then you write in blue ink, it's not like writing in blue ink is bad. It's that you couldn't follow simple directions, right? Don't, of course, don't do that.
1: But, 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids tend to not follow all the directions all the time.
0: I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that, and we'll move on, but I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this around college football this year because all these dudes that know that they have uh, an extra year to come back, like this year doesn't count with their eligibility. It seems like if my team's not great in playing for a natty or playing for a college football playoff berth, like, I would be way less lax with the rules. I mean, at least I would think that... A lot of college age kids would think that. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. they know they can come back. And I think a guy like Wes Kennedy was for sure leaving. And now who knows? He might come back. You know what I mean? This might force him to come back. So Georgia Southern has Georgia State left. And, um, let's see. Georgia State, App State, and I think one other game, FAU maybe. Um, all right. Anything else before we take a break, Spencer? Uh, Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney was pouting. He's such a crybaby. They went to Clemson, went to Florida State. They had an offensive lineman that tested positive for COVID on Friday after traveling with the team on the plane and displaying symptoms all week. This guy traveled, then test positive. The Clemson doctors alert the Florida state doctors and Florida state doctors don't clear their team to play. They're like, we're not, we can't subject the kids to this. So, Clemson has to go, poor Clemson has to go all the way back to Clemson, and Dabo Sweeney didn't get to play, and now he's going to complain about it to his local press. Here's he's the just thing, crying man. all week, and the local press there is just carrying the water for him. Of specific. course they are. I mean, they Here's are the cow to
1: everything I, 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 I don't really have a problem with the sentiment behind what he's saying. Clemson is... Behind
0: what Dabo Sweeney is saying?
1: Yeah, I don't have a problem with... I have
0: a huge problem with
1: it. I understand where he's coming from. They're well, okay, so much better than Florida State, one... So in his mind, he's like, they're trying to get out of this game. Basically, they're trying to, like, they're trying to not take a loss. You ever
0: here. met, you ever met a, a high caliber division one athlete that would be down for losing
1: game tape? No, of course not. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. The players weren't. Play. I, I can, I can understand why he's like, why he's thinking that, but he should not have worded it the way he did.
0: He said it something was, along the lines like, we, we met the standard. Uh, to play so we should have played whose standard are you talking about dabo yours just because someone like yeah everyone is handling this thing differently
1: yeah maybe maybe he meant like ncaa guidelines or something i don't know there
0: are no guidelines none there's not even acc guidelines interesting if i'm the acc i would certainly do this if a guy displays symptoms all week don't let him travel in a metal tube with you across the country don't fly in a metal tube with all the other players why would you even bring it was, that off into London? It was very,
1: uh, I don't know. The word's not entitled, but it's almost like.
0: He, he's already gotten that and, and he's so much worse than Nick Saban, who by the way, tested positive for COVID-19 again today. Did you see that, Saban? No. Yeah. So he did it's that. I guess sure did a
1: false positive.
0: He didn't meet Dabo Sweeney's standard, I guess. Um, but Dabo Sweeney, if you're listening and I know you are, come on our podcast, bro, because I'm not a fan of yours and I'll tell you why. To your face because, like, I'm so sick of hearing this guy who makes almost $10 million annually cry and bitch and moan and complain about everything that doesn't go his way. Holy shit, dude. I mean, you really don't like this guy. Everything that he has. You know what it is, though? It's the whole Christian and faith and morals. It's, it's the th- shucks guy. It's, yeah, like that he's actually looking out for him. But he's gone on record saying that he doesn't, that he would leave the sport of college football if they ever thought about a pay for play model. Because he doesn't see it as an integrity thing. He's also kicked guys off his team before for cursing. So I mean, what are you about, dude? Like, are you? I just because you say you're a good person, or just because you're, he might be a good person, doesn't make you not an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just a fact of it of the matter. And and for me, like he tried to be. Anti- it is a little domineering. That's too much. Yeah, and he tried to be anti saving this whole time, and kind of he was the walk-on receiver, kind of worked his way up. Was an interim coach at Clemson, was given the head job, and it's kind of like gone the underdog route. That's no longer the case, bro. And so I, I really don't like Davos Sweeney. We'll leave it right there. Uh, let's take a break. You will hear from our sponsors. We'll get to the Hawks on the other side and then have a cool segment with producer Ray about his new show that you guys should definitely check out. We'll see you on the other side of the break. you believe it the atlanta hawks are generating buzz outside of spencer maddox's general area well i've been telling y'all for months now that no, this was gonna happen you've been saying for years that the hawks were gonna make the playoffs and backdoor their way into the playoffs but now it's like they've signed a bunch of players and now they it's almost like all hawks fans think they're gonna skip that stuff and now they're legit Eastern Conference contenders. That's not true. Well here's but I'll what, let you take Here's the floor. what I
1: can tell you.
0: Well what did the Hawks do this week? Did they sign any players? The, the
1: Hawks sign Bogdan Bogdanovich excuse me, Danilo Galinari, so the two best free agents that were out there. Most people agree. Or two of the top three. Whichever however you view it.
0: Bogdanovich wasn't really considered available. I think most people thought Sacktown was gonna match any offer but the the Hawks the fooled. Hawks
1: made a really strong move four years, in, seventy eight million right which was a little bit of an overpay not that much honestly he probably they probably would have signed that if not for the trade kicker which was just a genius move by the Hawks GM to include that in his contract. Travis Schlink. 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 Yeah um, they also signed Chris Dunn uh they brought in Tony Snell on a on a trade. They brought in Solomon Hill who will be a back of the end rotation player and Chris Dunn
0: also, also, Rajon Rondo. Rondo,
1: yeah, Rajon Rondo.
0: Are we gonna stick Everyone. with Gallinari, relevant guy. Or like Rondo's gonna make the team because his role is solidified. Backup. He's a two point guard. Yeah. Okay. Bogdanovich, Gallinari are gonna be big minutes, big usage guys.
1: Thirty minutes a game,
0: easy. Or, or they have been, and they can be. Yeah. Who knows how long? No,
1: they're gonna they're gonna be playing thirty minutes. You don't bring a guy in for sixty. Or 70 million and not paying third. I think both third. guys,
0: but I think both guys would have the ability to like. Right. Be premier second unit guy. If that's the way the Hawks want to do it. But I don't, like, that's not. But Gal, so Solomon Hill, Tony Snell, Chris Dunn, Chris with a K, former Providence great. Mm-hmm. I love them there. Um, those guys are more like filler, right? I well, mean.
1: Well, Chris Dunn is a legitimately elite defensive player. He's a rotation but for, player okay, for but sure. For
0: our purposes, like, I think the main point of all this is the Hawks got a lot of players now. They do, and with Gallinari and Bogdanovich, now, like you're looking at X number of total shots in a game, right? X number of total minutes. The core that has gone through so much losing, you know, for better or worse, it's Trey Young, John Collins. These were the five before this week, right? Trey
1: Young, John Collins, Kevin Herter, Hunter Reddish, Capella. Capella. Capella hasn't played a game, but you include him in that core five.
0: That's who we thought but the five were going to be. So now, what
1: changes? He, okay, so here's what happened to the Hawks last year. Last year, with John Collins in the lineup, the Hawks played as the eighth seed in the East. They had that record in the East with John Collins out of the lineup for 25 games because of a PED substance. Uh, you know, he got dinged. They lost. They I think they went four and 21. Over Wasn't those Collins games.
0: also returning from like? I feel like that suspension was actually like.
1: No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't returning from injury. He was completely healthy to start the year. He was fine, right? I just remember
0: them getting like sort of lucky, some or not lucky, but like no, it broke the right way.
1: No, they didn't. It didn't really break the right way. They, they, most Hawks fans believe they completely missed their shot of the playoffs because of that.
0: But okay, well they're delusional.
1: No, I mean they played as a they played as a playoff. Which what should be noted though is that the Hawks had one of the worst statistically bench units of all time okay they played then, a 42 year old vince carter you're gonna let me talk here mother but yeah
0: do you think that Dude, the hawks were a playoff they played good enough to make the playoffs.
1: they played in a rate at the at a playoff team with john collins in the lineup that is factually true i don't
0: think that's true at all it, it is said that they have one of the worst second units in history they did through your basketball they did and they lost a bunch of games they came in
1: they lost they lost a like the shit ton but of they the went four and 21 without him in the
0: lineup they were one of the worst teams in the league especially.
1: not with him in the lineup they won multiple stretches of games. I mean, they they could have been an eight seed in the in the East. It could have happened. That was pretty much down the drain with the the Collins suspension. Everybody knew that. But
2: That's what you fair. did,
1: what you did, is you took a team that was playing well together. John Collins and Trey Young on the court, they were playing well together. Whenever they weren't on the court, the Hawks were absolutely dismal. So you basically did away with that. A lot of a lot yeah, of analytics did away guys with
0: that this weakening with this. I'm, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They went from they went from being one of the shallowest teams in the league, which is what they were, to being
0: if oh, not now the most like crazy deep. depth. Oh
1: like, my gosh, I've never seen anything. That's my like question:
0: it. Is like, is this right, one of the guys we just named? Uh, so the core five. That's and I, I'll, I'll include Capella just because of the plan. Yeah. So we thought. Yeah. Who knows how that was? Are one of the core five guys gone before tip off?
1: A lot of people think that it's from everything they've said. They're going to hang on to this unit. Because they have no reason not to. They can leverage John Collins to a contender at some point. If that would be the most enticing trade ship, is John Collins.
0: And it, I, am I wrong for thinking ideally you would want Collins to play a week or two to start the season so you can show the league what kind of. I mean, you wouldn't want to trip. He's, he's not a, at his highest value. Collins, now. Collins
1: is a known comedy. You know what you're getting with him. You're going to get one. He can shoot the lights out from behind the third. I love John Collins. He's awesome. He's just not a great defensive player, and that's why there's questions about this fit. But he's an he's a known com- commodity. Excuse God, you can me. You
0: almost play him with the second unit. I mean, you can yeah. never do that. But like, yeah, yeah, they can do a lot. I, ju- I just I wonder, mean, they're what,
1: they're going to be so good.
0: Dude, you, don't be uh, you don't worry about the development. You don't worry about the development. This, shit, this well, shit's so overblown. Man. Let's do it this way. Let's, can I just uh, bang questions at you? Mm-hmm. Because like, as someone that's not a Hawks fan, but that's obviously invested in knowing about and following the Hawks? Hit me. Okay, um are you worried about the development or lack thereof now with the signings of Herder, Reddish, Hunter? And so, B, rank those as a Hawks fan, Herder, Reddish, Hunter as far as so the as way you value. As
1: much as it kills me, Herder has become the most expendable of the top 5 easily.
0: And I still think he could get he could get some value. I mean, you could get probably a second rounder. Yeah, I mean, player. he's
1: probably not going to bring enough back in terms of, you know, star power for that to make like a real And he's
0: still pretty cheap right now, right? Yeah, he's extremely All cheap. Those so dudes there's, on there's
1: not really a reason to move Herder right now. So I think he'll be around unless he just becomes so expendable that they they need other help in other areas, maybe the wing, you know. Um his development might be hurt because the that that backcourt is so mentally
0: deep now. you don't worry about Herter taking on a different role. I feel like he can Nah, he'll that. he'll be
1: fine. Okay, With Reddish, the, and Hunter, Reddish, Reddish and Hunter. Reddish, and Hunter, there is absolutely no reason to worry about Reddish or Hunter. Hunter's gonna be the player that he's going to be no matter what. Reddish is so far entrenched in their plans. He's the most untouchable player on that roster, not named Trey Young. Okay. And that, that's what that was my next that's, question. Yeah, that's what everyone Everyone has said that's what Travis Schlank fills. And now that you look at, now you look at this roster, it's almost capped out, right? They're, it is capped out. 15
0: to 16 players already.
1: Yeah. What, so they, they would either one have to move somebody like John Collins in order for them to jump from just normal playoff team to championship team, which is what they're trying to build. They wouldn't do this if they were trying.
0: Yeah. Or you'd simply cut yeah. Snell or cut Hill. Well, they would, they would either cut have to make, center. they would have
1: to make a max slot by trading one of Gallinari, Bogdan, or John Collins, probably John Collins. They would extend John Collins and trade him at some point. That would create a max slot. Or Reddish would develop into a second or third all-star. God, you know, God willing. That is the I,
0: quickest. Reddish or Hunter. Reddish or Hunter, but, I mean. You need one of them to pan out.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody ever, like, really envisioned Hunter being, like, a star. You know what I mean? They they wanted him to be an elite 3 and D wing. But you, uh, you spent a lot of draft capital on that. But,
0: but if he's only going to get 20 minutes, Hunter, this, this year. Yeah. Now you're saying this guy already wasn't efficient. I mean, you yeah. could see it. You could yeah. see why he is a player.
1: Most, most people, most people outside of Hawks fans would say that Hunter was the better player last year, but it just simply wasn't. Especially down the stretch. Reddish looked like, Reddish looked like a legitimate all star at some point.
0: Well, you want Where did Hunter go to school? Arizona? Virginia. Virginia. So he was a winner. Reddish yeah. winter, winner. I think Herder, that that also, that also helped
1: Hunter during his rookie season narrative a lot is that he came from just winning a national championship.
0: And I think maybe some dudes, when you're a thousand games back, like the Hawks were last year, or like after the, I'll, I'll grant you, after Collins, the world knew they weren't making the playoffs after that stretch. Okay. Is it almost sometimes harder for a dude like Reddish or Hunter on a Tuesday night in January when you're a billion years back to to get up and get ready. Whereas maybe this year, they're fighting for that five, six, seven spot all year, maybe even higher. Like maybe they play better because they got to bring it up. Every game matters. Whereas last year, it was just like, we're waiting for next year.
1: Yeah. Well, Does I, that a, make sense? a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it last year, it seemed like Reddish and Hunter both were pressing like really bad. They, there was no second score on the team. They were relying on Jabari Parker of all people. They were
0: clearly learning on the fly. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was so bad. There was, there was games. I think Reddish had like an 0 for 8 three point shooting night at one point early in the season. There were and
0: times when Herter and Young were both out last year. Too. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Which,
0: which really made the, they started, the ball just, they started,
1: stable. uh, Brandon Goodwin. Do you know who that guy is? No, that makes I you think, normal.
0: Yeah. I think that makes me normal.
1: Yeah. That makes you extremely normal. They started their third point guard at times. They started. Oh man, there's people that I can't even name that aren't in the league that started for the Hawks last year, which is terrifying. That should never be like that. So you got rid of all that nonsense. We could have half the team get hurt right now and still field a passable NBA roster. That is exciting, nothing
0: else. Next question. Yes, I, you put, you don't know the answer to this, but I imagine you'll have a take. Was Trey is Trey Young being consulted? or at least told about these decisions ahead of time? And if yes, does that, I mean, is that a good thing that he's that kind of a guy? with? Yeah. And if no, has he not, has Trey Young not earned the right to know about, at least know about, if they're not going to ask him what he thinks, at least know about it ahead of time. You know what I mean? I know, Surely Trey Young isn't learning of this stuff. I know 110%
1: that he has input. I know that much. So do you think
0: that any of these signings get made of Trey Young? So Trey Young obviously didn't have a bunch of negative concerns about any of these things, right? Yeah. yeah. Because if he did
1: From what we know, they they talked about it with uh they talked about the Chris Dunn signing with him because there was uh like on court beef between those two in the past couple years.
0: Well Chris Dunn has had a lot of yeah. The uh,
1: so there was talk about that, and he Trey welcomed him with open arms. I know that they told him that we're going to build a team around you. I don't think they like brought him in. He's not like LeBron James. They didn't like ask what specific players he wanted. Maybe they did. I don't know. But I'm sh- yes, he had some input. I don't know to what degree. Dudes I don't think anybody does. Love,
0: dudes in the league love that. Yeah. And even if the GM doesn't give a shit what they say, just the fact that they would say something like, "Trey, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think?" That gets dudes I, you know, they let love me, having that kind of let me
1: ask you power. this because I know I know how I feel about it. If Trey Young is averaging, let's just say thirty two points and eleven assists next year and the Hawks win forty something games. Is he in the M V P conversation? The second
0: caveat is the most important thing for me.
1: Yeah. I of mean, course it is. I
0: don't know if he's in the M V P conversation, but that would surely be worthy of M V P competition. He's gotta be right. I, it's just I don't know who the who He's against in this scenario? You know he's top 10 who's in betting this, odds. Who's right the now. other MVP?
1: It was Luka Doncic is the favorite for MVP today.
0: Oh, they only have one MVP, don't they? Mhm. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, baseball has American League National League MVP. Yeah,
1: there's only there's only one MVP. There is a defensive player oh of the God. year. Well,
0: then no. He's never going to get he won't get the MVP unless he has like a Derrick Rose caliber thing where he lifts.
1: If he scores 32 points and 12 assists, which could is very possible based on what he did last year.
0: And they make the playoffs.
1: And they make the playoffs as, let's say, the fifth seed. If they over, overdo their projections, right now they're projected to like the seventh, eighth seed, which I think they will kill yeah, that.
0: What if, I mean, what if Giannis just did They're better, what they're he a better did? team than Indiana. What if Giannis, Giannis just team? did exactly what he did this year in the Bucks of the seed?
1: I mean, it, the, Won't happen. it doesn't, I mean,
0: Trey Young should be in the, will be in the conversation. and I'm confident that he's going to be in the conversation. Top 10, which, what you got on under- top 10 in voting. Like, yeah. I think I would say that's a damn near lock. If, if yeah. he's not top 10 this year, Something went wrong. He wasn't Trey. top 10 last year. That's because they were a million games back. 30 points and 10 assists? Doesn't matter when, do anything. when it doesn't matter when the games don't I matter for 3. I get it, but this. so if he if he if he wins
1: 40 if they win 45 games and he scores 32 and 12 and he's not top 3 in voting, he's got haters, man. I don't
0: think Trey Young Do you think he's like slept on?
1: Yes. Like, 110% I think he is. I think
0: is. you're thinking of like average hawks fan not like oh basketball. no basketball people know what trey young is. oh no friend I mean, they, they, like, they
1: look at how atrocious the hawks were and they say that it's empty stats you don't let me tell you something no right now
0: empty stats, but, yeah. like, that's different than the mvp yeah, well dude
1: 30 and 10 is not an empty stat that plays no matter what yeah and trey
0: young's been like he's developed
1: yeah I mean, he's exactly like Exactly what you would hope for. But it. he still gets that, I'm telling you, he's in NBA exactly circles, he still gets he that, he still gets that narratives that he's, he just puts up points, that, like, he gets that narrative. It's not fair. It wasn't Trey Young's fault they lost yeah. a billion games last year. And I promise you, dude, there will be people that will try and take that away from him if he scores 32 and 12.
0: I, I, I promise not, you. It's not that it was his fault last year, Spencer, but it's a lot like Russ Westbrook. Like, you, you gotta be able to put these players into cabinets and, like, Tiers and, and yeah, there are different kinds of triple doubles.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You know, when the efficient play. kind is usually the best kind,
0: or the the, the kind that leads to winning. I mean, Dude, you otherwise only, you're not very valuable.
1: You can only do so much when you're playing Vince Carter. Thirty minutes a I night. I get
0: that it's not his fault, Smith. Yeah. I'm just saying
1: so, what do you? I mean, Giannis, it's an individual.
0: was clearly more valuable. Yeah, last like, night, of course. Yeah. Um, by a million. Like, I yeah. just don't know that. And I mean, Trey Young not going to have to do that. Yeah, he could. But if I don't... you
1: put him in the right ecosystem, though, it's Ooh, it's like that's a good word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you put a player like Trey Young in the right ecosystem, because he can do things that a Giannis can't, just like Giannis can do things that a Trey Young can't. Of course, but you look at his physical build. But if you if you put Trey Young in the right ecosystem and build an offense around him, it's going to be scary next year, man.
0: Do you think the Hawks are going to finish higher in the Eastern Conference standings than the Celtics?
1: I texted you that just to like get under your skin. But Do you
0: think the Hawks are going to finish higher than the Celtics? I think they the very or? well could. Do you think they will?
1: I think they could. I don't think they will. Hmm. I think they'll finish higher than the Pacers. I Do think, think they'll the Hawks finish. Will make the playoffs. Yes, I'm, I can say that without a sh- well, I, I will be. Sh- let me put it this way: I'll be extremely let down if they don't make the playoffs this year. They're going to be better than the Magic on paper. They're better than the Pacers on paper. They probably should be better than the Raptors on paper. Now that they've lost Marcus All and Serge Ibaka. They're going to be deeper than the Celtics. So I mean, if any of the what's the st- Hawks' weakness right now? The Hawks' weakness, top of the line talent.
0: Did they get any better at at oh guarding defense, the perimeter? defense defense Yeah, yeah they got, got a little
1: me. they got a little better with Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn is uh, legitimately one of the top five guard defenders in the game. They got better on they got better on defense. They got better at everything just by virtue of plugging in legitimate, competent NBA players where guys that shouldn't been in the league were.
0: I still find so, myself thinking Capella and Collins. I mean, maybe it's a simplistic way of looking at it. Capella and Collins have got to be split up into units. Well, they will. They've also I don't want got. to play them at the four and five when I could have Collins at the five with the first unit, yeah, and Capella at the five with the two unit. Well, the, a lot of people have heard her at the two. It like,
1: doesn't matter what you start; it's how you finish games in basketball, almost well, always.
0: I think they're counting on the Hawks playing seventy-two meaningful games this right. year, which is they've never had.
1: To We've do. got also look at you just brought in your sixth overall pick, Akongu, is a center, which. I kind of hated that pick whenever it happened, but it makes a lot more sense now that, that you see you brought in another power forward. You brought in a legitimate guard in Bogdanovich, not to mention Chris Dunn, all these guys. Like they're going to be so deep. And I, I'm, I wonder aloud to myself is so deep. <laughs> is Capella going to be end up being the, the odd man out? Cause it makes a lot of sense, especially with his contract. It just their asset allocation doesn't make a lot of sense currently. As it's constructed. You've got so much money at the center in guard or the center in power forward positions. When you think of Cap's gonna go down after this year too. I don't know yeah. what that means. Yeah, but I mean Hawks are Hawks are that gonna that end means. up being a luxury tax team if they've, they've said that. If they're in contention.
0: Well, right now they're I mean, clearly they're gonna exceed the, the cap the, the yeah, soft yeah, yeah. cap. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think that's
1: well they I mean they they've said that they don't mind approaching the hard cap.
0: Do they have that's any something. bad contracts left? No, not that's to my a, knowledge. That's a they got rid of of. first time in three or four years. Yeah. They yeah. haven't had yeah, yeah. a bad contract. Oh, I mean, well, when I say Parsons bad contract, s- I mean like we got to come off this in the next 12 months. Yeah. Like, there's nothing like that. Chandler
1: Parsons right. might have expired this year. I think he did. That was the last one.
0: Man, he was good for those couple months. <laughs> he was pretty sick. He had
1: like six knee surgeries in one year.
0: You know who's been good for a lot longer than a couple months?
1: Uh, no, but I'm sure you're going to tell me.
0: Will Smith at W Smith Music. This guy is the guy to book when it comes to events, weddings, parties, any kind of gatherings. I think mostly weddings. W Smith Music is the guy you want as your DJ. Check him out at Wsmith.bookings at gmail.com. That's where you can email him. Wsmith.bookings with an S at gmail.com or 912-661-1476. Call Will today and ask them about pricing and packages for your event and or wedding. Uh, if you do, tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you. All right, Spencer, what we're going to do, unless you got anything else um, with the Hawks, I don't think we do. I was hoping to entice you into a bet of some sort.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm open to it. You know that I already well, put I, you You, already, you know that I already take take put money on the Hawks to the Nationals the NBA championship,
0: right? No, I didn't know that. But like, I did I you know their really odds? Do. Did
1: you know their odds to start the free agency period? No, it was plus twelve thousand. Do you know what it is now?
0: Okay, don't tell me. Um, plus seven fifty.
1: No, close plus nine. They cut their odds by twenty five percent.
0: Okay, that ain't so bad, man.
1: And one free agent I was agent say plus
0: nine, but then I was like, it has to be extreme, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty. That's a extreme. lot, but like
0: that's what I would expect. They got yeah. that much better. Yeah, they, they got they got I, like. So they, would they you say that for teams like Indiana? So would you clearly. say it's a
1: good bet if I put it in at plus twelve thousand and now it's in at plus nine?
0: 000. That's not a question for me. That's, a that's fair, right? It's that's question a question for bet. Our guy Mark DeRosa. I'm big futures DeRosa. guy bet. Dude. I know we gotta get Derosa back on. So we yeah, do, we do throw some throw some bets at him. Um, do you want to say? uh if the Hawks don't make the playoffs, you give me...
1: I'll get HGP tatted on me, like fairly prominently, ribcage or something. And if they do? And if they do, you have to get it on your ankle.
0: No, 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 because that's that's one-to-one odds. Like yeah. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Well, I, I, you currently need to pay more for them not I
1: said prominently, me. like on my ribcage, you would I do keep, it.
0: I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> what What else?
1: I don't know. Money? I could do
0: like a karaoke thing. Okay. Or like a, I'll do like a karaoke thing at Open Mic at Trios.
1: How about you have to wear your Hawk jersey, like a Hawk jersey downtown or
0: something? Take a picture in it. Post it on the the internet. Yeah. And if they don't make the playoffs, you get a tattoo HGP. No. And if they don't make the playoffs,
1: I'll send out a tweet of your liking. You can control my Twitter for 12 hours. Twelve days. Twelve. No. One.
0: One. One day. One, one day. Full day. Yeah. Deal. Deal. Shake on it. Mm. Take us out. You guys didn't see that, but we just made a, a blood oath. We slightly. Slightly. I slit his throat. Yeah. Um. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like devil legs and various pies and turkey sandwiches all day. Tomorrow. I'm still on a diet, man. Wait. Brutal time to be on diet. I know. It's a rookie rookie mistake. I know. All right. We're going to close you guys out. Thank you guys for listening to episode 37, but I want you guys to stay tuned for another five minutes or so. We're going to have producer Ray on. He's got some pretty exciting news. He's done a lot for us. And I think if you're listening to this and you're in the Savannah area, this is worth your time. You need to listen to this because this content is extremely relevant. Dare I say more relevant than anything that you've listened to in the first 37 episodes. Of the hot grits podcast <laughs> rate us on Apple, follow us on Spotify, follow us at podcast grits on Twitter, me at Jadon sports on Twitter. Spencer, how do they follow you on Twitter again?
1: At Spencer Maddox underscore.
0: There's f- an underscore.
1: Yes, there's an underscore. Don't forget to follow us at the hot grits on Instagram. Take us away, Trev.
0: And also we have listener support available on anchor. Thank you to the uh, four or five people already that have signed up to be supporters of the program um all right we'll see you guys for episode 38 stay tuned now for producer ray and some big news from him and independent lasagna Uh, until episode 38 you guys have a happy thanksgiving stay clean and wash your hands if filthy animals peace all right very special segment for you guys we have a celebrity Uh, At the back end of episode 37, it is the man behind the magic. It is producer Ray from Independent Lasagna, and he's got uh, a new project. I guess an old project with with new vibes, Ray. um, I'll let you kind of explain what it is. It's called uh, Beyond the Check, and it's basically uh, as in-depth, foodie stuff as you can get. I've watched all of them, and I love the content and the editing and the production because that kind of shit blows my mind. Um do you want to explain kind of the gist of it to our listeners?
2: Hi, sure. Uh so Rashawn Parker here. Um so I got a new show streaming on Amazon Prime called Beyond the Check Worker Owner Edition. We go and find chef owned and operated restaurants and find out about their lives, the history of the restaurant, and of course cook up and try some of the best dishes they have to offer. So I'm not into sports. But people who like sports also like food. So, if you like food, go check out the new show, now streaming on Amazon Prime, and be on the check. I yeah. Hear, I hear it's delicious.
0: Listen, from someone that's not, uh, like, there is no one more basic and simpleton when it comes to food as me. I think anyone that knows me knows that, like, fast food pretty much is my palate. Like, that's that's as high up as I get. But this, this isn't, like, I've watched all of these episodes, and I went back and watched a lot of the stuff that you guys had on your uh, Facebook page or Facebook group, and like to
2: like be on the check on Facebook.
0: It's entertaining to watch. It, are, are the so Ray when you guys do these at restaurants? They're local Savannah, or like how far out do you guys go? Uh,
2: so the first season, the pilot was shot in Ohio at my sister's restaurant, and then I used the pilot to get the rest of the season made, and then the rest of the season. I remember I've that season, I was in like Ohio. Season one was shot in Georgia and South Carolina, mainly.
0: There were, There's one in Bluffton, right? A recent one? Or a Buford? Uh,
2: Am I making that up? No. There, uh, so, we did... So, the restaurants we hit up were Purple Chopsticks in Ohio, in Athens, Ohio. We did um, Noble Fair in Savannah. We did uh, Lily's in Wilmington Island, Corner Grill on Whitmarsh, Poor Richards in Bluffton and Pomodori Italian Eatery in Hilton Head, South Carolina.
0: Poor Richards is the one. That, that's a hey, you're a company man because that that was really good uh, <laughs> pronunciation on all those, um, and it's a lot harder to say those than things like Burger King and well, Arby's and McDonald's. Um, but yeah, I think the one uh, Poor Poor Richards Richards is the one that I watched. That's the most recent one, correct? Uh, that was
2: episode three of season one. We're shooting season two next month. So we're literally doing six restaurants in six days. That should be fun. Again, it's it's Georgia, South Carolina this season. Next season, we're going to go somewhere else, I promise. For Hawaii, maybe. Who knows?
0: You live a big <laughs> life, a grand life, Ray. Right? All right, tell everyone exactly where to go. They're going to get on Facebook right now and like your thing. So how do they do it and what do they search? All right, so search
2: Beyond the Check, uh, W O E on Facebook and then just go to uh, Amazon search Beyond the Check and it should pop up
0: what are the ratings on Amazon is it 1 through 5
2: 1 through 5 give it 5 stars obviously don't,
0: you guys know listening to this podcast don't forget to write a review ignore those 1 through 4 stars because those are for losers and if you're listening <laughs> to this you're a genius you're smart you're good looking and you know that 5 stars is the only route to go so go Amazon Prime Beyond the Check W O E w o e nailed it and facebook. then same thing on facebook like it and then that's how you can watch and kind of see what uh the show's about from season one and then get yourself ready for season two um all right awesome ray thank you for joining us and i know a lot of our listeners will be out there checking out your shit and we obviously appreciate all you do for us in the hot grids podcast anytime give
2: the give hot Grits five stars too while you're at
0: do that do that thanks guys
2: Cheers.